This is M.I.P. With Masamela Mafumo. Mark Thompson. Get woke. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastore led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin-Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin-Marshall credit card bill. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, it's... Time for a look at the jobs numbers. We have the latest numbers that came out Friday for the month of October. This would be the October jobs report, October 2023. And as always, we're happy to have with us the chief economist from the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities and also a Philadelphia Phillies fan. I'm commiserating along with him. I know how he must feel. I felt I thought the Phillies had it. Y'all, that's, this is baseball in this era, Chad Stone is with us again. Chad, how are you, buddy? You holding up okay in spite of? I'm holding up because it's now Eagles. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. And I'm behind. Uh, they beat Dallas. They beat Dallas. Okay. So I know Philadelphia is rejoicing. Anytime that happens. Yeah. <laughs> it hadn't happened too much in the past. but uh, Yeah. yeah. In, the, in the past decade. Well, congratulations on that, buddy. All right. So the job market seems to be cooling off a little bit. 150,000 jobs added in the month of October. Right. And and downward revisions to the previous two months as well. Mm. But nevertheless, it's still a healthy jobs market. So that we're talking when we're talking jobs 150,000, we're talking about the, the the payroll survey, which asks employers, how many jobs do you have on your payroll? Um, and that was, that, that has, that has slowed down, but that's to be expected when the economy is closing in, is very close to full employment. It, to just keep up with population growth, you only need about 70,000 jobs. And so we're still seeing something like very high um, job, job, very solid job creation. Um, and then on the, on the household side, which is a different survey, which asks households, what's the labor force status of people in the household? Are they working? Are they actively looking for work, but, but haven't found a job? That means they're unemployed. Or are they out of the labor force, meaning they're not actively even looking for a job? Some of those may be discouraged, but a lot of them are retirees and people who are not interested in, in looking for a job. That was pretty weak, actually. There was a large, large loss of household jobs. Now, this is a volatile survey, a large loss of household jobs and a rise in unemployment. The unemployment rate ticked up to 3.9%, but that's still a low number. It's been 20 months, 21 months under 4% unemployment, which is very solid. Household employment fell by 348,000, you write, 
unemployment arose by 146,000, as you mentioned, one-tenth of a percentage point increase in the unemployment rate. The labor force participation rate fell by only one-tenth of a percentage point. The employment to population ratio fell by two-tenths of a percentage point. So th those aren't very big numbers to be concerned about. No. As I said, it's and this is, was more about the payroll side, that when the economy is closing in on full employment, job, employers are not going to keep hiring 200,000, 300,000 uh, jobs a month because they've filled most of their positions. The Fed kept interest rates where they are, but where they are is high. And market interest rates, independent of what the Fed's been doing, have, have increased some uh, lately. And so that, that's restrictive of demand. And so that will slow down hiring and slow down employment growth. May, may lead to uh, some declines in employment, although I think this is just too big a, a decline to, to be a harbinger of things to, to, to come. The Bureau of Labor Statistics does a experimental analysis that tries to match the payroll, the, the household employment data to the payroll employment data by looking, by taking out the categories of jobs in the household data that are not in not in establishment. So if you're if you're self-employed, you you'd be in the household survey, but you would not be in the payroll survey. If you're if you're um, uh, someone who comes in to clean houses, um, you're in the household survey, but not in the payroll survey because the household that's hiring you is not an establishment, it's not a business establishment. And that alternative series was closer to looking like the payroll. So then the, uh, the household itself, because there was, there were issues, there, there were um, self-employed and, and help and, and a few other categories that, that were not in the payroll survey or in the household survey. So the fact that the household survey had big losses is not as worrisome, but the, those are the facts and, and, and that's where we are. And as you said at the beginning, it marks a cooling of the labor market, but that's what you would expect and actually would want as you're close to full employment because you don't, you don't want to overheat the economy and, and, and make inflation start to go up again. Inflation has been coming down slowly. Right. So. No, that's important. It, you mentioned, too, August revised down by 62,000 jobs, September by 39,000. Are those very significant numbers themselves or no? They're not significant in, in and of themselves for the reasons we've been talking about, that, that things are still pretty good. The reason we, the reason, there are a couple of reasons why we get revisions. One is that employers are allowed three months to report, and not everyone gets their October data in October. So next month, there'll probably be some revisions to the October number because of more employer reports coming in, and uh, similarly with Two months early. You have you for the August and September reports. You still have information coming in that wasn't there on Jobs Day in each of those months. And there's still some issues, I think, with with getting the data in, not not really COVID related anymore, but still um, responses to the survey because businesses are still operating in a somewhat different environment from as a result of all the stuff that happened during COVID. It's not like we're back to the 
late night, the, the late uh, 20, leading up to 2017, yeah. Because right. yeah. I wonder, since you mentioned that, I wonder how much, and I don't know whether anybody's looked at this yet, how much the cultural changes when it comes to work are impacting this working from home or not. I, I don't know whether anybody's had a chance to look at that, but. If you're working from home for an establishment that's in the payroll survey, which is what most people are, an awful lot of people are working from home um, some of the time, maybe on the week when the, when the survey is, is made. And that wouldn't necessarily affect things. Working, working from home if you're self-employed is not going to affect things. So I'm not sure that it makes that much of a, that much of a difference because if you're on the payroll of a business establishment, it doesn't matter whether you're working in the office or working at home, you'll be counted as employed. Yeah, but I guess maybe I'm answering the question by asking it. I, I'm wondering if, though, the surge we've been seeing, getting back to practically full employment, is because some, somewhat because of the preference in the workplace culture now that people do work from home. And before 2020, that was not as common. No. And, and now everybody, even some businesses that like have gone exclusively from home. Um, so I, I guess I'm just wondering if that um, has an impact. But then by the same token, I'm sure there's some situations where people can't work from home. So that's, that's really what I was just trying right. to figure out. And, and there are businesses, including the, we're not exactly a business, a center of budget policy priorities, but we have a hybrid schedule. And, but there are some, some firms that are trying to get back to full time schedules. And, uh, yeah, you ask an interesting question. I'm not sure that uh, I don't have a good answer for what, how much difference it makes, but I would reiterate that if you're working from home, you're still on the payroll. And, and if you were surveyed, you'd, you'd be counted as, as your company were surveyed, you'd be counted as, uh, as on the payroll. If you're in the household survey working from home, um, you would have, be saying, I have a job. So I'm not sure that it makes that much difference. But the bigger point is that there's a lot of novel stuff going on in the labor market since the, since the pandemic could have, could have effects. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. The demographics when it comes to employment for the month of October not change much, pretty much by one-tenth of a percentage point for both African-American and white employees, two-tenths of a percentage point for Hispanic workers, three-tenths of a percentage point for Asian workers. So not an, an appreciable um, 
difference in any of those areas. African-American unemployment went up by that one-tenth, Hispanic by two-tenths, Asian by three-tenths, white by one-tenth of a percentage point. Not a lot. And the, it's, the, more, the more salient factor is that all those unemployment rates are very close to where they were pre-pandemic. That, that we had real huge increase in unemployment, especially for Black and Hispanic workers uh, in April of uh, 2020. That was the depths of, of the recession. And so we're back, all four of those racial ethnic groups are back uh, very close to where they were before the pandemic, which was a very, which was a strong labor market in 2019. And now you also took a look at, at wage growth in the month of October. What can you tell us about what you found, Chad? So, so wage growth is something that the Fed has been watching because they, they, because they think that, or they have reason to believe that wage growth above three and a half percent over a 12-month period is a little too high to be consistent with their target of inflation rate of 2%. It's this complicated argument about how, what that's all about. But, but wages have the 12-month change in the, the wages paid to, it, this is in the payroll survey, the wages paid to jobs, to people in jobs in the payroll survey um, has, been, has been slowing to uh, 4.5 and 4.4, depending upon which category of workers. Uh, right. All workers on payrolls, and then there's a separate uh, count of production and non-supervisory, in other words, non-management job. Uh, it's, it's more like ordinary people <laughs> rather than management. And each of them, each of them is down. And at those rates, 4.3 versus or 4.4, that's above the inflation rate. That's above what the CPI is likely to show being up. Because the CPI is down into the threes now, so that means that worker that even though the the, the nominal value, the, the the face value of your pay is coming down, um, the real value once you take once you adjust for purchasing power, because now that wage, even though lower than it used to be, is higher than inflation. Whereas back when it, when uh, the wage the nominal wage growth was high, inflation was even higher. So the purchasing power has actually improved mm-hmm. of, of wages to, to some degree. That's encouraging. At the same time, that the any wage pressure on inflation is also coming down. So in, a, in an ideal scenario, inflation come down faster than wages, but both of them decline to levels that are consistent with the Fed's target employment rate, but real wages are growing at a decent pace. That's a lot of jargon. Basically, you're worried, you're worried about the purchasing power of your wages, and, uh, and that's not going down because the, way, the wages are lower, but inflation's lower still. Man, I'm already seeing Christmas decorations. This stuff goes up Halloween now, right? Yeah. It's always interesting to look at seasonal hiring. So now, if things are cooling off, what happens as we get into the holidays? Will things start going back up again, or is is this level, this level setting cooling off, just the level setting cooling off, and that's where it's going to stay? Yeah. So there's always an increase in hiring around leading up to Christmas. 
and then a decrease in jobs after Christmas. Uh, that's that's always in the data, but that, but to know whether the economy is running hotter or colder, the Bureau of Labor Statistics takes into account what the normal amount would be and looks to see whether the actual count is higher or lower. If it's higher, then that's a gain in jobs and that's an indication of health. But it's not just that, because it always happens. That's not a concern because those cycles come and go. But if if you if if the growth in the holiday season is better than expected based on on seasonal factors, that's a sign of strong growth. If it's less than expected under uh, less less than normal seasonal amounts, then that suggests weakness. But it's the seasonally adjusted that matters because we know there'll be an increase in hiring. The question is how much. And if it's high, we don't know that yet, what it will be. That's that means the job market is still pretty hot. If it's more in line with seasonal normal seasonal factors, then that would say that it's not a particularly hot hot holiday season. But I expect that consumers are doing pretty well. Wages Real wages are up, as we were talking about, so that people are going to want to be doing their Christmas shopping. And I would guess that we'll have favorable job growth and, and economic growth this, this in the fourth quarter of the year, holiday season. With the October 2023 jobs report, Chad Stone, once again, chief economist for the Sit on Budget and Policy Priorities. Thanks, as always, my friend. Yep. Always great to be here, Mark. Take care. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. As always, perform an act of kindness on behalf of an elder or young person. Write a letter to a sister or brother who just so happens to find her or himself incarcerated. Offer libations to the ancestors upon whose sturdy shoulders we all now stand. And above all, give thanks to the God of your understanding by whatever name you call her and him. All God asks of us is that we give each other love. Thanks for giving MIP love. And please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain.